0: Uh, if you've got your U version stuff rolling if you got your old school notes going then let's just get into this last installment this doesn't stop here and that's what this is all about uh, we have an assignment we have an assignment to love everyone we come in contact with i had uh, got to have lunch with uh, some folks from our church this weekend they said guess what i thought of you and they said that there was a moment where somebody was doing the wrong thing. It clearly says, do not turn left. And these people are turning left, holding up the line, sitting there for minutes on end. And they said, and they waited way longer than they normally would have to give a nice, lovely, let's pay attention, toot on the horn. And not the, ma, not the, you're an idiot, blast on the <laughs> horn. Just the, hey, let's move along here. And, uh. And so, and that, that's good. I'm, I'm hoping that y'all have had y'all's moments. Guess what? The preacher gets tested in this more than anybody. More than anybody. So all of a sudden, it's amazing how we have these wonderful opportunities to step forward and begin to, to love. I've even loved watching it with my kids. We were Yesterday was a, a nice little brisk morning, and my neighbors were having a garage sale. And there, of course, they're at their own home. You know, they have resources in their own house, but they saw them cold, and, and my kids... You know, decided they wanted to make them some hot chocolate and take them some hot chocolate. They saw a need and stepped up and they stirred it and delivered it. And and so I love that. I love that all of a sudden some eyes are beginning to open and begin to see some needs and begin to step up, whether it's something as small as as giving a a, a cup of hot chocolate to somebody or or showing love that they don't even know they're getting it. Where you're sitting there, your hand right above the horn and you just... And they don't even know you're loving them. And you're back there loving them. And it's not pretty love it's not glorious you got that angry face but it's love still because you're waiting and you're being patient and you're doing all these wonderful things we want to grow in this galatians 5 folks we're this we've talked about this over and over and over again our video lead in was about this you brothers and sisters were called to be free again we're free we're not doing this i've said this every time We're not embracing this assignment to love people out of some huge religious obligation. Folks, we're free. We're free in Christ. And so we're so free, in fact, that Paul has to remind us how to use it. But don't use your freedom to indulge in sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. The entire law is summed up in a single command. In a single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. The whole thing's wrapped up right there. Love your neighbor as yourself. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 through 18. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there, right there, is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed. We're being shifted. We're growing something it's taking place on the inside of us. We're being transformed. Transformation means that things are changing. I can't sit here and look at this and say, ooh, it's transforming. If that speaker doesn't, if nothing's changing with it. Transformation means that change is taking place, folks. And so we're being transformed into his likeness with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the spirit. So here we are. We've been talking about loving our neighbors. We've been talking about being more and more Christ-like. We opened up our giving about greater love has no man than he lay down his life for his friends. Jesus ultimately did that. We're growing into Christ-likeness so there's love and laying ourselves down become together. And we are growing more and more and more in that. So folks, how do we know? How do we know if we're really growing? How do we know if we're really maturing honestly that's that's one of the biggest things when, when we started celebration church it was like okay god you've called us to really help people and knowing god better and trusting him more that's what you've called us to do god how do we know if we do that how do we know you know, there's the easy church metrics, OK, where you sit there and you look and you go and you you, you count the people and and you, you have your little tally sheets and you can see, OK, that there was there was a couple more people one week than there was another week. And okay, we're then, then we're growing because more and more people are showing up in here. And, and of course, we all we want that. We're called to, to hit as many people as possible. So that matters. Sure, it matters. But does that mean we're completing our assignment? Does that mean that people are knowing God better and trusting him more? Because ultimately that act of trust is going, God, I believe you're looking out for my needs so much that I can boldly lay my own needs down and know that they're not going to be ignored or forgotten because you've got them and I can courageously give myself to somebody else's needs. Because it doesn't mean that I'm going to go without. You're going to take care of me. That's that trusting thing. That's that thing. We tend to be self-preservation because we think, oh man, if I do this for them, then I'm going to go without. If I give my time here, I'm not going to get my stuff done. If I sit here and, and, and give my money and my resources here, then my family is going to, going to not be able to make our bills or these different things. And this trusting God, this life of courageously living this life, the Bible calls the a life of faith. Is believing that God loves you in such a big way that you can give yourself wholeheartedly unto Him and love like Him, and you're not going to come out the worse for it. You're going to come out better for it. That is what this is. So guess what? Guess what? Then we've got this metric that really I, I have a hard time measuring. I have to I have to challenge you to measure it in yourself and trust. That you're going to take it seriously and move forward with it. This is a measurement that, when it's all said and done, I can't really get on a witness stand and go, "You know what? This is really happening in my church, and we're really hitting it." I, I can't because you have to answer it. You have to, because this is how we know. How do we know we're growing and knowing God better and trusting Him more? Let's look at this again. Romans one seventeen, God's way. I love the Message translation. Those that have been in the newcomers class, they've heard this. Every week. Romans one seventeen, God's way of putting people right. Shows up. God putting people right. That transformation we talked about. He's putting people right. He's fixing. We get all jacked up by life and our own dumb choices. And God is transforming us more and more into the image of his son. He's making us right. He's putting the pieces back together right. He's transforming us. God's way of putting people right. Shows up in these acts of faith. Confirming what the scripture has said the whole time, all along. The person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives. Really lives. We begin to really trust. We begin to really (coughs) step forward with this. We know, folks. We know. We know if we're growing in knowing him better and trusting him more because we are making decisions to love that we don't normally make. That person at that lunch said, "I wouldn't normally wait that long to honk," and Matt would have honked a little more aggressively. That is forward motion. That is, that is a love decision that isn't in the normal wheelhouse of activity. It's a new love choice. You're growing. You are. You are. Say, how do I know if I'm if I'm growing with my with my family? Man, I, I, still, I still blew up and I, and I, and I, and I chewed out my kids. Well were you as harsh as you normally are? I know I, I held back about three-fourths four of it. Normally I let it all go. That's a new love choice. You normally let it all go. You've held back three-fourths. We're moving forward. We're growing. Guess what? That doesn't mean, boom, okay, I can hold back. I can only give a fourth of it, and I'm good. I'm Christ-like. No, that's not Christ-likeness, but it is moving to the direction of Christ-likeness. It is transformation. It is trusting. It is knowing, I don't have to throw all of this out here and do all of this because I I can have another avenue. I can trust God, and He can step in and begin to do some things. We, we have to do that. that is our, that's our little check. That's our little thing. We can look and see. I can know if I'm really growing and knowing God better and trusting Him more. If I am a little bit better, a little more conscientious of a husband now than maybe I was two years ago. And look, and hopefully I can honestly say, there are places I'm a little more aware. There are places my wife was wishes I was a little more aware but there are places i am a little more aware and i'm a little more conscious and a little more patient that's what we want to see that's what we want to see this folks is rubber meets the road christianity it's, we want to i want i want us to know the bible in and out i want us to understand the scriptures i want us to have all of that stuff down but folks it comes down to the love decisions that's what it comes down to we are beginning to reflect Christ more and more when we begin to make this kind of love decisions Jesus makes that's it, and we are growing in discipleship if we're doing that that's what we're doing. This is so important this is so important there's uh I know that I have grown in love a little bit because there's something that i've that I've never done again ever 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 when I was in college, man, I was in love with Jesus I was man i was passionate and and god just re- really lit me i was very vocal and i've shared with y'all about about you know get having the whistle and getting in the free speech area as if a free speech area should exist on campus we got in the free speech the little plot of ground that you could say whatever you wanted to and blow the whistle and preach and so the first time i did in fact was this was this month it was coming into october it was coming into halloween and i gave a good old a good old uh, halloween sermonette on asu campus and blew my whistle between classes and did all of that um I'm, t- I'm probably glad i don't remember what i said and um but man i was so excited so but here i was i was i was reaching out, i was doing stuff but now these are the same people in front of the same building that i did this and i had a, a, a professor of, of history and this professor of history had a phrase that he liked to say over and over over again um, I have one. What is it I say over, all the time? Seriously. I say seriously. Something happens. I go, seriously? My wife is, wants me to seriously quit saying seriously. And, um, and so and the more I try, the more I say seriously. In fact, I caught her saying it. Called her out. You said it. I'm winning. And um, but this professor said this phrase over and over again. And it was uh, it was a pointless phrase. It was thus basically. He said thus basically. And so <coughs> And he had this circular thing. And I was in a Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday class, an hour and 15, hour and 20 minute class. And he taught 10 minutes of material. Yeah, oh, yeah, we would, we would tally them. We would tally them. But he taught 10 minutes of material and taught it, like, it was like it was on a loop. And he went and taught it. And he taught it again. And he taught it again. And he taught it again. And about the fourth time, I'm sitting here and it's all in this same class period. And I got frustrated and he had his back to the and he was right had back to the class and he's riding and I got frustrated and I took my pen and I chunked it at his back, nailed him between the shoulder blades. Bink. It's nailed him. And the pen falls to the ground and he looks. And I'm on the front row. Everybody in that class saw it. I didn't h- hold it from the back. I sit in the T, dead center, front row. BAM! Smacked him. He turns around, looks around. And uh, nobody points at me. Nobody does anything. (laughs) He goes back to writing. Just ignores it. Acts with more love and forgiveness than I did. I get a new pen and keep going. And so here are these people that witness me. Same building. In front of that building. That I give my nice big speech. My free speech area from the same group of people. something was awry that was not love my frustration spoke so much louder than my whistle and my words did but thank goodness the holy spirit convicted me and you know what i've never thrown a pencil or a pen ever again there's a little mark in my life that i've taken a step forward into Christ's likeness i'm pretty sure jesus would not have hurled writing utensils at that guy Pretty sure he wouldn't have. That was a low point. And my, my walk with God, it was not good. See, folks, we, there are things that we're just, he's moving us. He's moving us forward. And maybe we're not as gushy lovey as somebody else that we think is just almost like the same person as Jesus. They're, just like, they're like modern Jesus. What we need to do is we need to embrace and go, God, and he'll give us encouragement in this. He'll encourage us as we move along on this. And he'll say, look, we are doing, we're making new love choices. We're making new love choices. 2 Thessalonians 1.3 says, We ought to always thank God for you, brothers, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more. Your faith is growing more and more. And the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. We talk about here about being guided by a couple of questions these are questions we want to be asking of ourselves all the time it's where am i and which way forward from here because guess what folks there is a forward from here i don't care how frustrated and, and freaked out you are about some area of your life there is a forward from here in it if you're upset with your marriage there is a forward from here in it if you're upset with a with a with a with an addiction pattern there is a forward from here if you're upset with the fact that you keep hitting your head on the same wall, guess what? There is a forward from here. Let the Holy Spirit take you there. Let it. <clears throat> But so with this, with us understanding about growing, then our, our question and our answers, we need to have this kind of mindset and this tone involved in it. Am I loving others? And what are the new, new love steps that I need to take? That's it. Am I, am I trying to be loving today? Am I trying to be caring today? And what new love steps is, is God taking me in? You keep that fresh before God, growth just is going to happen. Is it easy? No. Is it challenging? Yes. Is His grace sufficient? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I tell you, this is where it happens. Colossians 1, 3, through 6 says, We always thank God the father of our lord jesus christ when we pray for you because we've heard of your faith in christ jesus then stop right there and the love you have for all the saints these things are so woven together they're so connected together folks they just are the faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up from you for you in heaven and that you've already heard about in the word of truth the gospel that has come to you all over the world the gospel is bearing fruit and growing just as it has been doing among you since the day that you heard of it and understood god's grace and all its truth it's been growing it's been growing i don't want anybody to freak out i realize what time it is we're doing this on purpose but i want to do this now we're going to do what normally do at the end i want to do this now okay and you'll understand in a minute but we're going to take care of this see the opportunity to be part of the family of god is open bible says today is the day of salvation it's always present it's always fresh it's always now it's open enrollment in heaven constantly constantly so with that the gospel has been preached it's come to you that god loves you so much that you can trust him that's where that First step of saying yes to him and taking taking eternity and salvation as your own That you say god i believe that you love me so much that you took care of my sin and my pu- death punishment and you placed it on jesus and i can trust that that is enough not that and my ability to be good no it's that is enough that is a big faith place it's just that it's just what jesus did and i'm trusting that That I'm right with you because of that. If you're here this morning. And you need to be right with God based on that and that alone. Then we're going to create a moment right here. Right here. That we're going to pray and we're going to get this done. If you, (coughs) family, if you could just uh, bow your heads. Let's do this. If you're here and you need to do this. I want you to just raise your hand. And just say, you know what? Awesome. I thank you. Fantastic. Fantastic, awesome. Well, believers, I just ask you to to put your voices out there. The Bible says, "When we believe in our hearts, that's it; it, it it's it's on. Where we're, it's salvation is there." But well, we're going to pray this. These words are not magic words. I, I'm lending them to you. You make them your own. But let's pray together. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I trust that his sacrifice was enough. His death covered my death. And now his life is my life. I thank you that you're going to change me from the inside out. I choose to be yours from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <clears throat> now, we've all had the opportunity. We're all here, and we've got some new family members right here, right now. So, now, once that we have embraced this, once that we have received the free gift of salvation, then, folks, now you and I, the, the person who just became a part of the kingdom of God, we are all part of the solution. We're not just there. We're not just this piece that, that God has reached out to. But now we become part of what he's reaching through. This is so huge. Let's look at Colossians 1. Colossians 1, nine says. For this reason. Since the day we heard about you. We have not stopped praying for you. And asking God to fill you. With the knowledge of his will. Through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Again, continuing to know Him better. Being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and joyfully be giving thanks to the Father who has has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints of the kingdom of light. What is that inheritance? What is that inheritance? Jesus was promised. By the Father said, ask of me. And I will give you the nations. As an inheritance. And this beautiful melting pot of the United States. Even over here in San Angelo, Texas the nations are represented right here right here in this room and guess what that now that we are in christ as part of our inheritance Part of your inheritance is receiving more and more brothers in the kingdom. Being used to see your friends and family being connected. The nations being connected. That is part of us. Ours. In Christ. It's our destiny to be able to be a part of that. 2 Corinthians 2 says, But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. And through us spreads everywhere the fragrance and the knowledge of him. We've got the band coming right now, we've got a song that we want to do for you. Because guess what? Sometimes we just need a reminder. Guess what? You're doing it. You're doing it. Sometimes it gets intimidating to think "This this is, we've got this big assignment, we've got this big thing. I've got to be this big solution to this big problem. No, you just have to be an active solution to where you're already inserted. That's all you have to do. You just be an active solution to where you already are. Let's look at this in the message translation. It says, and I got it. Folks, I hope when this is all said and done, you can go, I got it. I got it. I understand. I got it. Thank God in the Messiah, in Christ, God leads us from place to place in one perpetual victory parade. Through us, he brings knowledge of Christ, and everywhere we go, People breathe in the exquisite, fr- <clears throat> his exquisite fragrance. That is what we're called to do. We're called to take the beautiful, life giving aroma of the message of God's love into everywhere that we go. We're called, folks, we're called to be the solution.
1: It is not a human right to stare, not fight While broken nations dream Open up our eyes so blind That we might find the mercy for the need Singing, hey now Fill our hearts with your compassion Hey now As we hold to our confession Yeah It is not too far a cry, too much to try to help the least of these. Politics will not decide if we should rise to be your hands and feet. Singing, hey now, we'll fill our hearts with your compassion. Hey now, as we hold to our confession. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God be the solution We will be your hands And be your feet Higher than a circumstance Your love for all to see Higher than our protest lines and dollar signs, Your love is always saying hey now, we fill our hearts with Your compassion. Hey now, as we hold to our confession. Whoa, God be the solution. Whoa, we will be hands and be your feet, oh, God be the solution, oh, we will be your hands and be your feet, oh, yeah. Only you can mend the broken heart and cause the blind to see. erase, complete, the sinner's past and set the captives free. Only you can take the widow's cry and cause her heart to sink Be a father to the fatherless, the Savior and our King. We will be your hands. We will be your feet. We will run this race for the least of thee. In the darkest place, we will be your light. We will be your light. We will be your hands. We will be your feet. We will run this race for the least of thee. In the darkest place, we will be your light. We will be your light. Oh. God, be the solution. We will be your hands, be your feet. God, be the solution. We will be your hands, be your feet. We will run, we will run, we will run with the solution. We will run, we will run, we will run with the solution. We will run, we will run, we will run with the solution. We will run, we will run, we will run, we will run, we will run with the solution.